welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hi, Erica. How are you, Cassandra? I'm doing good. I uh, was at a surprise party last night. Oh, yeah? How was it? It was successful. We we surprised the shit out of her. That's great. Who mm-hmm. was it? Uh, shout out to Ashley Reardon. Yes. The, the one and only. Her husband planned a surprise party for her at a bar in my least favorite part of Los Angeles, East Hollywood. Mm. I saw a delightful tweet that said, my aunt started a group text with a bunch of people and <laughs> labeled it aunt's surprise party and then exited the group text. <laughs> that's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> and I was like, that's a, that's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've told you what I wanted. Now, goodbye. Now, discuss amongst yourselves. That's like arrest development. Like, when the mom wants a surprise party, then no one shows up. <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyways, how are you? You know, I am feeling this could be like 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. I just have no no sense of time or like place anymore I, hmm. I like my days are blending like i'm not i was supposed to be in las vegas this weekend right and so once that was taken away from me by the you know the rising numbers of covid 19 infections i just kind of was like oh, what's the point and my you know my sleep got a little disrupted and then i was like i'm gonna work I'm going to work past six. I'm going to do this. And it just, it just, I don't know. I feel like I haven't gone anywhere because mm-hmm. I was looking forward to going somewhere big for quite mm-hmm. some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I've just been in my little home cave for a while. You should go outside today. Yeah. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. That's my advice to you. <laughs> good call. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did take a little field trip. Uh, we, we borrowed a friend's very nice cowboy hat for a huh. comedy bit and uh we did a funny thing where we left it in our car and it got warped <gasps> by the heat and so we had to find someone that can reshape very nice cowboy hats in la and guess what there's like two and they don't there's just not a neighborhood one you gotta drive to them and so i had to go on a field trip this week and find find one of these you know cowboy hat steamers and shapers and when i got there it was quite a drive in traffic and the gentleman when i got there it, it's only like a 25 35 dollar service okay but i think the the neighborhood that he's a part of that is like the high-end service and that's not cheap but that's not like 200 like i thought it was gonna be you know but the way he said it did sound as if he was like, can you afford this? And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, that, that's okay. Yeah, that, that price is okay. You know, but he, he, he made it sound like I can knock it down if that's going to be a, a, like an issue, you know? And I was like, oh no, like who, who, how many hats do you have to discount? Like $25, $30 is, seems completely reasonable completely reasonable like these hats that seems low yeah but he made it sound like listen we we could probably work out a deal you know and i was like no i'll I'll pay the i'll pay the high end of that number for 
the person that can't afford the low end of it. Like I, I have the 35 side of it, you know, it was just like, did you tell the friend that you fucked up their hat? I haven't told them what it cost to get it reshaped, but I'm going to make it sound like it was like $500. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. The, like I had to, I had to crawl across broken glass to get you, to this hat steamer, you, you know, know, for a cowboy hat trying to signify just being like tough, like a cowboy, what a little baby bag bitch hat that it can't even sit in the sun for a little while. <laughs> right. I'm like, they were literally in the sun for like 18 hours a day on hats and literally like you can fucking bash a diamond a hundred times against <laughs> surfaces and all kinds of shit before it starts to show wear and tear. But like this cowboy hat, it was too hot in the car. It was too hot in a car, but like it, it's supposed to like last like cattle drives on its own. And yeah, yeah, right. But it can't stand a car ride. <sighs> Anyways, whatever. <laughs> Why are you trash? Okay, I am trash this week. I mean, there's so many. I, I literally had to like eeny, meeny, miny, mow it this week. Like you got to narrow it down, Erica. But in my apartment building, there is, oh, like we have a little lobby. It's not fancy. We don't have like a dormant, you know, door person or whatever. But there is a, a corner of the lobby where people leave stuff. And it is intended as like, this is where free stuff is. And if you want stuff, come get the stuff. Otherwise, our like building managers have to just throw that stuff away. Some people might call that stuff like shit. But if you want the stuff, you know, it's desirable stuff, but otherwise it's just shit nobody wants to throw away. Well, like furniture and stuff, right? Furniture, extra coffee mugs. Oh, you know, paintings that it's like, we're done with this, you know, art mode. Such an interesting, like agreed upon thing, like a silently agreed upon thing that you and all your neighbors have come up with. Yeah. It's just that that's the stuff slash shit corner you know okay (laughs) and so I was walking and I saw that there was but it's like it's the thing where it's like it it can either be there for days or if you go to check the mail and you're like oh that looks nice I'm gonna walk back down to my apartment the 20 feet put the mail down and then come back and get it it could be gone oh wow okay it's it's like either it's there for three days or 47 seconds (laughs) and so I was like oh man there's some stuff I actually need like a really nice over the door hanger like for towels and stuff but it was like (laughs) really pretty it's how nice can one of those be (laughs) to me really really beautiful (laughs) over the door hook yeah, it only looks like it's going to make a little bit of noise when it bashes every time we open to close the door. Really stunning. <laughs> Minimal damage to the top of the door frame. You know? <laughs> only a little bit of paint on it, you know? You can tell it was well taken care of. And a stepladder. Oh, a stepladder is useful. So I... That sounds like it didn't mean to be there. That sounds like you guys might have some building construction going on. So, well, oh no. <laughs> so I I walked down and I grabbed me some of the stuff. I grabbed those two items and I 
I, I walk back to the apartment. I'm like, look what I just got. Like I, I, I pillaged the stuff. I'm so excited. You know, I finally took from the stuff pile instead of just contributing to the stuff pile. And then I, I walk back down there for something else, you know, uh, less than an hour later. And I realize somebody is moving out. Oh no. That day. And I don't know if they were a hundred percent had they left the stuff in the come get the stuff pile because nobody ever leaves a note. There's no note. It's just an agreed upon this is the stuff corner. Or if they were moving and this was a temporary holding space. That's their fucking fault. If you're gonna if they, if they're moving in, how could they have known? But if they're moving out. You don't put stuff in the stuff corner. Right? But I I don't know. I, it's it's very like the question marks in the air. Is it the stuff corner or was it not? Did you return the stuff? No. <laughs> no. Nobody came knocking and was like, hey, did somebody steal like my nice step ladder and my over the door hanger? But so I just uh Yeah. Wow. They're putting together their new place and I'm like, oh, our stunning door hanger someone must have call that moving company no janet call them andrew <laughs> they stole our door hanger and now people at a moving company are losing their jobs <laughs> god damn it yeah. i hope you're happy <laughs> janet and andrew's relationship has never been more strained moving was stressful enough and they lost the baby last year oh god yeah <laughs> Okay, sorry. I've gone too far. <laughs> all right, all right. Why are you trash? I'm here not only to drag myself, but to drag my whole damn family. Okay? So this is my uh, Cuban side of the family in Colorado. And there's this, there's this picture, okay, of all of the cousins when we were babies. So, like, I think I'm two years old in the photo i've got there was like four of us that were all born in 1990 so there's like four two-year-olds there someone else was born two years later so there's like a full-ass baby in the picture and then there's a couple older cousins that were maybe like four or they're probably like four or five so we're all very close in age like there was a baby boom within my family Mm -hmm. um so there's this picture that exists right and um the grandmas, which RIP to both of them, wonderful women, um, passed away both this year. Uh, no, that's not true. Not this year. Mm-hmm. Last year. Anyways, mm-hmm. pandemic. Crazy. They didn't die of COVID. That made it sound like they died of COVID. They didn't. I'm just saying that, like, the loneliness. Why am I talking about this? Anyways, whatever. <laughs> For the longest time, the grandmas and like some of the older people like we're dying to replicate this photo now that like everyone was grown up and stuff right and there was like more cousins that got added like you know there was other people who got born and stuff so year after year after year because i moved to california but we would go like anytime i was in town it felt like and if i was in town for a holiday they'd be like oh we need to get a picture with all the cousins because they were trying so desperately to replicate this photo we must have done 
this like attempt at a replication like I want to say like four or five six times in my life and a lot of the times was like right around when everyone was in varying levels of being teenager to early 20s so like I don't know what the fuck was going on but there was like four or five attempts at this photo where at least one person had a hickey (laughs) (laughs) like like, and it was like it was just it became like a joke like like oh so and so has a hickey like and like so i think that that's why they made us keep taking them because there was always one person with the fucking hickey and i'm like i think back about that because i think i don't i don't know if i was probably was at least a hickey person once in this scenario because it, it kind of bounced around to different people, but it was like if my future husband in the other room mm-hmm. gave me a hickey, I would be furious <laughs> in this current day. And like, what the fuck is the obsession with teenagers I, and hickeys? It's it's the I gotta it's dogs. I gotta piss on this tree to claim my territory. It's 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 men with flags. I, I have to. <laughs> the, the, I put a flag on the moon. It's mine now. Like it's it, it was the weirdest phenomenon. Like these poor old Cuban women. All they want is for all their grandchildren to pose for a fucking picture. <laughs> And every time we came together to do so, no one would take it seriously. People would make funny faces. And there was always just one of their slutty grandchildren just with a hickey on their neck. It was fucking crazy. It was fucking crazy. It's it's crazy to think about. So that is not only why I am trash. That is why every cousin of mine. You come talk to me if you argue with me. We're all garbage. You know it. You fucking know it. No, anyway. You know who certainly didn't have a hickey on her neck? Oh, sad. The lady in her first story. That's damn right. <laughs> From the sun.co.uk. I was humiliated when the pizza restaurant turned me away. I thought they were choking when they told me why. A hungry head teacher. I'm assuming that means like a principal. Who fucking knows? Some British. Yeah, not someone that teaches head. (laughs) That's my family. (laughs) All right. It's terrible. That was the lowest. That was the lowest joke. I'm sorry. I I should have elevated. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, sometimes we have to go low. Mm -hmm. When we go low, others can go high. Mm -hmm. We're, we're doing everyone a service. Um, so she wanted to treat herself to pizza dinner after a long day at work. But the bouncers at this Manchester pizza place refused to let her in, which what pizza place you go to that requires bouncers? I would love to think about like in the hierarchy, like the bouncers get togethers, you know, like the, the, Do like they the have hi- those, like the hierarchy of bouncers where somebody's like, oh, me. Oh, yeah, I work at Sting. Oh, that members only club that you don't even know about and you have to be tapped by three members. Yeah, that's where I'm a bouncer. Mm -hmm. Do you think they have a step and repeat at the bouncer's ball? 
Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then somebody's like, oh, me? Yeah, I'm a bouncer at the Rowdy Rowdy down at the uh, Off Highway 61. You know, it's a biker bar. You know, And then somebody's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bouncer at a pizza restaurant in Manchester. And, uh, <laughs> and I hate singles. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, who let Gary in again? You know, it's like the lowest of the low. So... Um, like anyone who gets uh, turned away from a place, myself included, the first thing that you're going to include in your story is how much you paid for parking. <laughs> like, I got turned, I didn't get turned away from a dentist recently, but like I had to like go, I couldn't go to this dentist because of insurance reasons. Because as we all know, who listens to this podcast, I am on a mad dentist hunt. And uh, when I had to go back to my car, the first thing that crossed my head was I paid two fucking dollars at this meter and i didn't even get dental work so this woman was like she paid four euro to park nearby crazy so she said uh she was told she was not allowed in as the restaurant has a no singles policy despite having eaten there alone there before yeah the bouncer was like well it's a bar in there and she's like okay and he was like if i let you in then I have to start letting single men in also. Okay. Uh, like, and? Yeah. That's how you get more, like, you drive the drinks up as you let the singles in. And because singles want to mingle and, and, and become groups. I don't know if he knows how the math works. Like, I think, like, the energy that this guy is giving off is... You girls wanted equality, <laughs> you know, just like on the couch watching people's TikToks being like fat, like that's his energy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the bosses of the eatery told the outlet they do not have such a policy and are looking into the allegation. She's pissed off, though, because they didn't apologize. I guess they just were like, oh, that's not our policy. We'll look into that. But they didn't apologize, which makes me think, like, maybe it is. Because, like, I watched that Abercrombie and Fitch documentary recently, which was, like, very good. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was kind of the same vibe. They're like, hey, you only uh, hire attractive people. Oh, do we? We'll have to look into that. Yes. I don't think that's true. (laughs) But it's like, what? You do. Were, Were you an Abercrombie person ever? I don't know. No. My, my mom wouldn't. Well, there's a few reasons. One, I'm not sure that I ever fit in their clothes, which is weird when I think back on that because I'm like, I was like not like that big. But anyways, I don't I didn't really fit into their clothes that great. And also my mom refused to spend that much on uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was, I vaguely remember her telling me once when I was asking for like a shirt at PacSun or something because that was like all the rage was that all the clothes had to be like tons of brands and stuff and she Mm -hmm. I remember her saying like I'm not spending $20 $20 in a t-shirt yeah I I was not a I was never an Abercrombie person but I was a Oklahoma a landlocked state Hollister flat oh yeah Hollister was like the knockoff Abercrombie, like the beach Abercrombie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the same owners. It's not even knockoff. It's just. Is, is it? Okay. So, like what Abercrombie was to like preppy lacrosse, Hollister was to surf culture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I just can't seem to get enough of that Hollister. 
I was like so desperate to fit in with the brand name things that I saw in the men's section, like an extra large gray Dickies hoodie at Kmart. And I begged my mom for that hoodie and she bought it for me because we were at Kmart. Mm-hmm. And then I wore it to school and like the popular kids were like, oh, cool hoodie. And I was like, fucking nailed it. But then like my secret was soon given away when they realized that I wore that hoodie almost every single day. Right, right. Like like Marge from The Simpsons when she gets that pink Chanel suit and then she, have you seen that? No. Oh, so Marge gets like a discount pink Chanel suit, but she like wears it. And like reincorporate, like she makes it into like four to five outfits and to, to keep fitting in. And then eventually her new fancy, you know, country club friends catch on that she only has like one, one outfit. But yeah, that yeah. was basically how my life worked. I was like, fuck, I got caught. Yeah. But I don't blame my mom. You don't, why I'd spend so much money on kids, middle school kids. They oh, they're just going to grow. And, and <laughs> yeah, like at the time I was like, this bitch is out to hurt me. <laughs> now i look back and i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> like oh no it was my money i had to spend my money on the hollister like the earned cash that i did from jobs like my parents would not drop hollister money oh um, yeah by the time i was working jobs when i was like 16 i was like incredibly emo and all of my money was going to be on t-shirts so i didn't discover hollister till like after 16 you well know? you were in oklahoma honey i don't think they had hollister yet I don't think so either. I had to drive like an hour and a half to get to a Hollister. <laughs> From my understanding, Oklahoma just got Lil John, so it's okay. Who? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to our next story. And I just, I truly love this just because of the, the trauma and the writing the and the writing. name. Yeah. Like it's. Like we can't, we're not going to read it verbatim because it's not that kind of podcast, but honestly, we should quote, we'll quote from it. So from smh.com.au, less than a month after I met my soulmate, I ended my 14 year marriage. So this woman in Australia went to a conference with her husband. I'm assuming for her work, it doesn't really get into it. And when they sat down for dinner found themselves across another couple, I guess. And she says, as I settled into my seat, I looked up and immediately lost my breath. When our eyes met, there was an instant familiarity that ran deeper than water cooler chat. These eyes had locked before 12 years earlier. His name was Jason. I hadn't forgotten. As the entrees were served, Jason offered me a sip of his wine to taste the robust old vine Shiraz. After a little banter and coaxing, I accepted. Here's the thing. If you're at dinner with your husband and another husband offers you a sip of his wine, I find that somewhat inappropriate to begin with. Okay. However... Uh huh. If this is if these are close friends, different. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's different. Right. Because like I'm saying, like if like let's say you, me, and our respective partners went out to dinner, like mm-hmm. 
if Winston got something that everyone wanted to try, I don't, and he was like cool with us trying it. Like, I don't think that's weird. No strangers sitting down yeah, at like, a conference yeah, at a conference dinner. Like, oh, you simply <clears throat> must try this Shiraz. Taste my mouth on this glass. Yeah, it's it's giving, you know. <laughs> So she says, over the course of the evening, my attraction to Jason developed. I soon became aware of his every breath and I unconsciously mirrored his pace. Like, this is some deep ass writing. He displayed a level of familiarity normally reserved for close friends or lovers. So they moved on to another place with the conference. I guess they were just kind of kept watching each other from across the room, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where her husband is in this. I don't like, is he okay? We don't know. They went to a hotel. They went to a second location together alone. Really? They went to the hotel bar. Just the two of them. Jason and her alone. Yeah. Yeah. She said she stayed up later than she normally does. And that um, she said the the goodbye was overt, open, and revealing of our mutual affection. We enjoyed a body hugging embrace where I whispered into his ear, this isn't over. I need to see you again. And he put his hands tightly on my waist and pulled me close. He said, yes. (laughs) This is so inappropriate. So I didn't, I got as far as the article would let me. I mean, I guess I could have gone to the whole thing, but she like a month later was like, (laughs) ended her marriage, but I don't know that she ended up with him. I think she just was like, because that interaction happened, my 14 year old marriage was, didn't matter, but she's like, you're getting into this. And she like, she's got, she said, I certainly couldn't fathom how I'd resume my normal life, a full-time career in financial services, the care of two young children, household chores, social engagements, being a wife, like you have two kids lady. But she said, I simply didn't care. I just met my soulmate. What could be possibly more important than that? Your two kids. Your two kids. Your two kids are more important than that. If you were in a 14-year childless marriage because you made that decision, Mm -hmm. fine. Do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like (laughs) when mom is just picking up and uh, but I don't I'm not saying you have to stay in a marriage just because you have kids. I'm not saying that at all. But it's a vibe to be like, I'm ready to risk it all, give up my career, my kids, my chores, my husband over this guy that I met. Well, the title of the book is When a Soulmate Says No. Oh, so who knows how this uh, ended up then? Uh, It's just, you have to read just the excerpt from the book just because of how just intense it is yeah anyway uh speaking of yep Yep. Uh, from wdwnt.com a guest urinates off a boat into the ride water uh pirates the caribbean and disneyland this ride i hear about getting stuck all the time Mm -hmm. what the fuck is up with that you know, great question. I've been stuck for like 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 three to five minutes at a time on Pirates of the Caribbean. Not the 30 plus minutes that they were stuck on the ride. But so uh, if you're not familiar, 
Pirates of the Caribbean. You're in a boat, like a looks a, like a long rowboat, essentially. And you go from being above ground down into the depths, into this hidden world. Uh, you're underground in the Pirates of the Caribbean world. And basically, they were stuck down there for 30 minutes. And a user pulled down. TikTok user. No, no, no. no. Like, not like drug user. Not a drug user. Uh, a, a guest. Sorry. A oh. guest of the park pulled down her pants and urinated over the side of one of the boats into the water and a tiktok user at x tina bell made a tiktok about how they were stuck on it and that the fire department arrived to help get guests off the ride they were there for so long um i did not realize this was a woman i thought this was a guy Oh, yeah. No, no. It was a lady. Whoa. Way to make friends with everyone on your boat that fast. But aren't there other boats that like might be right in front of you? Oh, you're jam-packed. You're back to back. It's not like one boat per 30 minutes. Yeah, no, it's it's boat, 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 boat. (laughs) I didn't think I knew that that ride was underground. What an interesting uh, little tidbit that you've just educated me on. Yes, you you go down. That's part of the fun of it is that you go down a like a little uh, probably like a 20 foot little uh slide kind of yeah well yeah i guess like what's worse like she pees in the ride water or she pees herself on the boat pee herself on the boat she can remove herself from the boat they can take the boat out of ride rotation they do not drain that water (laughs) you're talking about probably a million gallons of water to fuel this ride and like the the, you're in you're low in the water so like you know every once in a while like bump bump you know a little water will get in the boat you're not wet it's (laughs) not you're right it's not a wet water ride you're not like in a rapids but a little water gets here on here and there yeah she she and and like speaking of go down 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 (laughs) let's get into our next story from news.yahoo.com dot com accused drunk driver trying to drive downstairs said that she was following gps i mean if she was using apple maps i believe her (laughs) apple pay us and we will take these disparaging remarks off the pod but until then your maps suck boom boom get on google's level the fuck like literally you've got everything else going for you it seems but you haven't figured out the maps? Like, it's crazy. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. A woman accused of driving drunk blamed her GPS for her attempt to drive downstairs at a police station. Oops. (laughs) The 26-year-old drove through the police department's garage and across its pedestrian plaza in Portland, Maine, at their police department, according to a Facebook post. Uh, she tried to get her SUV down a flight of stairs to get to the street. She's told the officers who finally stopped her that she was following the instructions on her GPS. I don't think that uh, she realized that it must have been in walk mode. <laughs> <laughs> she was not named, but she was issued a summons for an OUI. Operating under influence. Um, and uh, unlike other police department Facebook pages, this one did not make a joke. They just said, Please don't drink and drive. The restraint. I love it. Thank God. That they showed. The restraint. It was honestly wonderful. Speaking of 
cops. Yeah, let's get right into it. Do you remember the movie that was that came out that was called like Let's Be Cops? Right. Yeah, that was uh, starring Nick Miller and Coach. Yes. <laughs> and then I believe was it like right right before Ferguson happened? Uh huh. Yep. Yep. That's all yes. coming back to me now. So the premise of this movie was that these guys were going to like fake be cops. <laughs> and then uh, that movie got quietly ushered away. <laughs> so I don't think that the world really wants cop movies right now. So we're just going <laughs> to. Anyway, so from the Miami Herald.com. <laughs> A cop is going to prison after accidentally pulling over a real cop. What's up with these people? Like, I meant to say this in the first, in the last story. Like, was she? What directions was she looking for? Was she trying to drive herself to the police station because she was drunk? And in this play, in this case, it's like, why are you tattling on yourself, guys? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like, you can do a citizen's arrest, can you? Yeah, you, the, citizens arrest are. Let's. There is a way to do a citizens arrest. My friend did one in college to someone and hated it. Let's let's look how citizens arrest work because there are certain circumstances where you can say, "I need to put this out there." Right, Erica right. is looking on the internet for this information right now. Yeah. So take everything that she's about to say. With the tiniest grain of salt, because I am not going to go down for people citing our podcast if they get in trouble for trying to attempt a citizen's arrest, which I feel like that meaning is shaky. But carry on. Only for the disclaimer out there. Only for the state of California. And this is California Penal Code 837. (laughs) allows for a private person to make a citizen's arrest of a perpetrator who commits a misdemeanor in a citizen's presence or commits a felony and the citizen has reasonable cause to believe the perpetrator committed it so for a few examples of the lawful citizen's arrest include uh, mark grabs a guy at a bar after he unsuccessfully throws a beer bottle at a patron or tells him he is arresting him for assault upon seeing a sex worker solicit services on the street lou calls 911 stops the sex worker and informs her she is under arrest for solicitation that's a bad example hey, man. you stop the guy who throws the bottle at the bar like a fucking dick but don't bring sex workers into this I know. I, I'm just reading the. I'm just reading the law. Also, these are very sexist. Uh, the way they're written, I don't care for the. Uh, Mark saves everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like Lou calls nine one one on her, and then if, while shopping in a department, Riley stops another woman after observing her put a blouse in her purse and tell her she is arrested for shoplifting. You have to inform the arrestee that they are under arrest give the reason for the arrest and then express the authority for making the arrest. You know what happens if someone says you're under arrest, this is a citizen's arrest. I keep on walking. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye. No, thank you. You Anyways, avoid the use of force 
consider the safety of the perpetrator and don't be a hero. So don't be a hero. You can also, if they're a wrongful citizen's arrest, can lead to two serious consequences. There are civil liability and or criminal liability. <laughs> Both can be imposed if a citizen's arrest was a person arrested did not commit a crime. There was no reasonable cause for believing the arrested crime was committed and the citizen used too much force in the arrest. Anyway. Okay, citizen's arrest sounds like the cigarettes of arrests. Like, (laughs) yes, this is a thing that exists. Don't do it. It's bad. The risks are high. Yeah. So I'm putting out there to just cherry my disclaimer. Erica just read that off the internet. We do not think that you should do this. Nope. Clearly, nope. it's a bad idea. Clearly, you're it's more trouble than it's worth, I'd say. <sighs> you know, like be a good person. You can stop someone if someone is in trouble, but like you don't need to like be shouting citizens arrest. <laughs> but so my friend did a citizens arrest in college. It, memory serves me correctly. So uh they witnessed someone doing something. They called the police and the police said, Well, you can put them under citizen's arrest and so they were like well you do it (laughs) they were like we'll come but you have to put them under citizen's arrest so my friend was like um you're under citizen's arrest and the person just said okay and sat there and like waited for the so they had to like sit there together kind of like in silence and the person just sat there and waited with them and it was like i guess i'm under citizen's arrest and i was like it doesn't mean you were like, <laughs> I would have been like, uh, now I'm good. Fuck off and run away. A hundred percent. It's anyway. like, basically like you're under citizen. The rest means, Hey, I called the cops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, that being said, we are also not saying to resist. No, I don't know. I don't know what we're fucking saying. I, I don't, don't like citizens. <laughs> we're arrest. not law. We're, we are not law. We we have no good advice. You remember the hickey story I told? We don't have good advice here. We don't believe in Sharia law. We don't believe in trash law. Okay, <laughs> we're not liars. What's Sharia law? Uh, like religious law. Oh yeah, I don't believe in it. Okay, yeah. so look, the story is that some clown who <laughs> had put on fucking lights on his stupid ass car to pull people over for probably no good reason to rob them, to rape them, whatever people do that for. I don't know what people do that for. And so oopsies, you pulled your stupid prank on an, a real life cop. And so the cop pulled over. It was like three sixteen AM, which I'm like, what was that cop doing out there? Mm-hmm. You know, in his mm-hmm. own car. But then he eventually like, like he got pulled over. Then the guy didn't get out of his car and then he just like drove away and the cop was like, mm, I'm going to follow that. Mm-hmm. The off-duty sheriff initially yielded, but became suspicious when the man did not exit his vehicle. This guy's blood alcohol level ended up being 0.10. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's two over the legal limit. Uh-huh. You know what? We've got something wonderful coming up next. We have something from one of our favorite Reddit posts. Uh, Am I the asshole? Oh boy. All right. So from yahoo.com, reading from a Reddit, am I the asshole thread? This mom refused to attend a gender reveal party for her daughter's lizard. And here's why people are saying she's in the wrong. Okay. So she basically said the 48 year old mother of a 23 year old daughter who has a blue tongued skink. 
which I guess is a lizard. And this 23 year old jokingly refers, I, I keep wanting to emphasize her age, Uh 23 year old, you know, she's like, oh, this lizard is my daughter. And the woman is like, I've always found it weird because she says it's the closest thing that she'll have to a child. And she feels a strong emotional bond and she has decided to remain child-free for multiple reasons. And I have been very supportive of this decision not to be like crazy, but like I, when I was 23, I was swearing that I was never going to have kids also. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I want a baby really bad. So Mm -hmm. just want to put that out there that like, like be supportive. That's the right thing to do. But also like, I don't. I don't think you need to argue with a 23 year old yet about if they're going to have kids. Yeah. No, nope. Yeah. So anyway, so she, she, her daughter invited her to this gender reveal party. She explained it was just a small get together with cake and food for her friends. She hasn't seen in a while with the gender reveal, mostly being a joke and for her to wait and for her to make fun of gender reveal parties. And so then the one, the mother was like, I didn't see the point. It's just a lizard and I'm a busy person. And she called me later and expressed that she was sad that I didn't come, but she understood I was busy. But then I told her, like, you can't actually, you can't actually expect me to come to a gender reveal for a lizard. She said that it wasn't a gender reveal. It was more of a joke and that it was really just a small gathering to catch up with everyone. I told her if that was the case, she should have just called it a gathering because I'm not coming to a gender reveal unless it's for a real granddaughter. So you started off by saying you're supportive that your daughter wants to remain child free. And then you threw that thing down, flipped it and reversed it and said, I'm not going to come to a fucking gender reveal party unless you have a real kid. Mm -hmm. Even though the gender reveal thing was just a joke and it was really just a party to see her friends. Yeah. So basically her daughter hung up and later got a call from her daughter's best friend saying that she was the asshole for what she had said. Then OP asked, I don't think I'm the asshole for not wanting to go to a party for a lizard. Yeah. So everyone is commenting being like, you are the asshole. Like she said that it wasn't like, she obviously just wanted to see you. She didn't want, she didn't care about the gender reveal thing. And also like quick, with the kid thing because okay then she uh admits i don't agree with my daughter for being child free but i've shown but i've been supported and only shown mild frustration your daughter's 23 fucking years old we're not fucking like uh serfs like with a life expectancy of 31 we don't have to have a kid at 23 i don't know anybody who's having kids that young on purpose i mean i do and i don't know what their rush is but it's their thing it is they their thing you're absolutely right you know you're absolutely right i don't know I, she's the asshole she's totally the asshole she's making it about two things that it's not about and is really trying to like stick to her grit about it rather than hear what it's really about it's like honestly someone being like hey like i'm throwing um I'm throwing a quick barbecue. Like, you know, like we'll have the Dodger game on, you know, but it's just like going to be barbecue. And someone being like, I'm busy. I don't like baseball. And it's like, well, yeah, but we're just really throwing like a barbecue. Like it's, you know, it's, but, but you, you said the game was going to be on. Uh Uh-huh. But (laughs) it's a barbecue to see friends. Well, I don't like baseball. Fuck you. Yeah. And by the way, 
you should have gotten into soccer. Yes. Yeah. It's like, that's the, the we're, this isn't what this is. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Ugh, yeah. Hey, Cassandra, have you ever done one of those, uh, you know, pedal pubs where you, you, you get on one of those carts that you, you know, pedal it around and, and gone, you know, you like, know a bar, like a bike bar thing, like a bike bar. Yeah. Yeah. I've never to- done one. I see that I've seen them like around Denver and I'm like, I wonder if that's fun or if it's actually like not fun. Okay. I did one for my sister's bachelorette party and it's mm-hmm. actually fun. You can do the pedaling, but they are, well, the ones I did, the one I did at least was as also motorized so we didn't have to do the work the guy the, the guy driving the pilot was like we gotta girls gotta pedal and we're like fuck off and turn the engine on like we're gonna drink you know <laughs> like we're here for a bachelor party we're not here to work out you know? yeah I think that that was my issue with it is like I've heard other people talk about it and been like yeah it was hard like we were tired but <laughs> yeah. like I don't know that they knew that there was an engine option. That's ours, like a placebo yeah. effect. Yeah. Ours had like a, like a, somehow there was a, a flip that you could switch and it was like, shut up, cabby, get it, get it going. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our next story comes to us from yahoo.com <laughs> and the pilot of one of these pedal pubs in Atlanta tipped over and he was charged with the DUI after injuring 15 people. I mean, fucking crazy. Like, cause these things are pretty big. Like they're about the size of like a small bus. I want to say like, if you have never seen one, it's, you know, it's like a big bus size, like rectangle with people like all around it pedaling the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of nuts. So <laughs> like, but that guy shouldn't be driving no and they shouldn't or be drinking, drinking sorry we should all get to drink as the patrons yeah i think they have multiple types like the type we had was able to be motorized there are some that are you have to do the pedaling um but yeah essentially the, the vehicle was uh they tipped over while making a turn that's scary yeah two riders suffered critical injuries and three were evaluated for serious injuries the rest were just minor injuries time to sue cha-ching yep i i've always said like my retirement plan is to be hit by steven spielberg you know i've never heard you say that but i believe you i mean like i have like a 401k but i don't contribute heavily to it because it's like what are we fucking Rockefellers? What are we Rockefellers? Like I'm gonna hit my Steven Spielberg. I'm gonna star in Avatar three, and they're gonna call it Erica Curry's big old fat Avatar world. <laughs> like the like the Navi are like the skinny tall ones, and then they're gonna like make one that's like mocap to me. <laughs> I don't know like- if you realize this, but Steven Spielberg did not do Avatar. Which one is he? Wait, uh, Steven Spielberg did like jaws and indiana jones and all that kind of stuff you're thinking of james cameron james cameron all right well but i like that you'll milk steven spielberg for so much (laughs) that you can have enough money to pay james cameron to make all of his avatars fat like you said (laughs) we're gonna do 
the the spinoff planet that's just like the fat redneck ones you know i mean like that must have been a pretty like intense car accident to get that much money but or you have really great lawyers but yeah either way i love that and i also love the idea of fat redneck navi people (laughs) well it's like his his like uh his his mistress is in the car his like uh you know it's it's like a whole thing i got a whole story about why you know he accidentally hits me i'm not hurt too bad but he wants this story to go away you know because you see the mistress i see the mistress maybe she's you know i don't know how she is you know i don't know what's going on but uh again you're gonna be in hot water because you're gonna be like you're gonna make the avatar fat now (laughs) and steven spielberg's gonna be like oh she doesn't know who i am (laughs) i'll be all right (laughs) perfect we're gonna be fine put the phones down with the lawyer she's she has no idea who i am i would not know what like most directors look like it's true i know like what like four directors look like no like, you said you bring back the grinch but he's fatter he'd be like oh shit, oh, shit. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to settle this out of court <laughs> <laughs> Erica, yes, are you ready? Oh, I am beyond ready. Okay, it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god! You sent me this story in a text message because uh-huh. you're so excited about it. And I have- oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what a fucking thrill ride i have been following this since last saturday (laughs) okay so uh, to sum it up what's happening is there is a escaped inmate and a corrections officer on the run and so vicky white and casey white comma not related (laughs) yeah just just the same last name but not related vicky 56 casey 38 uh, they, they always have to preface it. They uh, escaped from an Alabama corrections facility last week. They've been on the run for essentially seven days now. By the time you hear this, nine days, if they're not caught. But it seems that they've had a relationship for almost two years. So Casey is serving a 75-year sentence for a number of violent crimes, and he's also been charged with capital murder and a stabbing death of a 58-year-old woman. But don't worry, Vicky, you're only 56. <laughs> Vicky, you got two good years. Get that dick while you can, girl. This guy is six foot nine. Yes. So here's the thing. I'm not advocating for being a correctional officer, falling in love, helping someone escape and then go on the run with him. But if you are, if you are just hypotheticals, escape (laughs) with someone that's like six foot, five, 10, someone that can blend into society. (laughs) If that's your problem, I would think like, Try to like center yourself on someone there for like some white collar crimes rather than stabbing a woman almost the same age as you. I'm going to look up where the tallest society in the world is. Okay. So I'm interested to hear this. So (laughs) the, the Netherlands are typically considered the Dutch are considered the tallest with an average height of five feet seven. And the Dutchmen are the average of five feet, 11 inches. 
Okay. So what I'm saying is, so my, uh, all right. So anyway, so basically what happened is, uh, uh, when, as a corrections officer, you're always supposed to be two officers per inmate Vicky, when you're, when you're moving them to when like you're court. moving them. Yes. Yeah. So Vicki said that Casey here had a, a mental health appointment three minutes away at a courthouse and no one because of Vicki's status, her rank um, as a, um, what was she, her rank at the time? She was like, like a, a head corrections officer, like, like a head corrections officer. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that she spoke to, she would have been their boss. Yes. So she said, oh, he has an appointment three, again, three minutes away at the correction at the courthouse. So they got in a vehicle together. I'm just going to take him. Everyone else is busy. I have a gun on me. We're good. We're good. No such appointment existed. This was like, oh, oh, he's got a 915 appointment. I'm going to take him. No big deal. At 11, the courthouse is like, we've never heard Like there was no appointment on the books. No one's heard from them. Uh, uh, They're on the run. Everyone was like, oh, no, she was kidnapped by him. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, something in the milk ain't clean. When I heard the story, I was like, no, no. Because also f- this, the day that she did this was supposed to be the day she retired. Like she decided that she was going to retire, got all of that paperwork settled, not completely settled because I guess that there was still some stuff that needed to go through, but this was her technical retirement day. So now she's technically been fired. She's not going to have access to her retirement pension, I think is why they keep emphasizing that. And five weeks prior to this, she sold her fucking house for like way less than it was worth. Yeah, it was worth approximately like 215000 and she sold it for $95,000. Yeah, like probably $95,000 cash. Just sold it. And her mom, who I guess lived nearby, was like, apparently didn't think that was weird. Like, no one thought that these things that she was doing was weird. Like, houses are going for like hundreds of thousands of dollars over their value cash right now. And she's yeah. like, I'm going to sell it for half its value cash. You're like, Ugh. Like, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what the housing market's like in Alabama, but like, you know, I would just go ahead and say, no matter where you are, if you get a house for too good of a deal, you need to question what's wrong with the house or what's wrong with the seller. Yes. So uh, Vicky is a five foot five blonde woman there. There, the, the vehicle that they, uh, like a vehicle was spotted at a local mall two hours after the alleged appointment on the day that they escaped. So they probably were buying new clothes. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so she owned an AR-15, a shotgun, and another pistol as personal weapons at the time. Yeah. There is yeah. zero credible information as to what direction the two might be traveling at this point. Yeah. So she she got him in the police car, and then they ditched the police car to an, to get into another car. So obviously she'd had this all set up, and they were like, they are heavily armed there's no way she owns all these guns they're on the run there's no way they don't have all those guns with them so they don't know what to do like they because they can't they don't know how to find them i'm and this is what crazy i think it's it's not on this article we have this article here in front of us from today.com there's also the one that you sent me from cnn Mm -hmm. the reward for them 
is 10,000 if you turn him in and 5,000 for her, which I'm like, what? I don't know what's weird about like maybe because he's a dangerous criminal, like that that's why he's worth more. But it's like she was like a police officer. But anyways, everyone is fucking flabbergasted because like she has no knocks against her record, like nothing. Like she was really good employee and trustworthy and all this shit. But um, so like nobody, nobody saw this coming, which is pretty incredible. But they, they, there are details of their phone conversation during his time in prison where it seems that they had a special relationship, including regular correspondence and meetings after her work hours. Don't they, like, am I ignorant to this? Do they not clock frequent visitors or frequent callers to prisons? I don't, I, I, you know what, Uh, you know what assuming does ass out of you and me, but I assumed so, but also I don't know if this just like such an overworked system and also if everyone just said that's vicky putting in the work look at her dedication you know i just don't know you know right but like so he was at her prison and then he got transferred to another one for like a year and then he came back to hers and then that's when they ended up escaping so like she was not just coming in on her off hours she was calling and corresponding with him at another prison yeah yeah that's why i'm like wouldn't this raise a red flag of someone being like oh like inmate number you know 722 like all of his phone calls come from this one woman let's just check on this woman really fast because this seems like due diligence if you're trying to like figure out some accomplices or whatever the fuck and then you're like oh that woman is a guard at his last prison right but yeah, maybe it's just an overworked system or, I mean, it's safe to say that the prison system doesn't fucking work. So I don't know. You're right. It is an ass out of you and me for thinking <laughs> this kind of thing would have been flagged. It's only after the fact that they're like, oh, him and this woman are gone. Well, let's see who he's been talking to. Oh, fuck. It was her. <laughs> right. Shit. Oops. I've seen photos of, of them being like, well, she could have dyed her hair. Here's what she would look like with dark hair. And I, I have not seen photos of him with like bleach hair. <laughs> you know, I, I want to see like that photo. You know, with it would probably like- look kind of like Robert Pattinson in that one movie. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I know what you're talking about with the baggy clothes. and the, yeah. What movie is that? It's, I uh, don't know. It's just a meme. Uh, God damn it. I know what you're talking about. It's, um, oh my God, it's going to bother me if I don't figure it out. Hold on. I'm finding it on internet. But I, these two need to, I'm just good saying. Good time. Good time. Yeah. Robert Pattinson and good time is how I imagine this guy with bleach hair would look. He's not, I mean, look, he's an awful, awful murderer, but like in you know the sense of like how murderers and jail people could look like he's not the worst looking guy in the jail pageant hot scale yeah <laughs> like from yeah one to ten on the jail pageant hot scale mm-hmm. i would say he's like a solid seven yeah in 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 murder perspective yeah yes yes <laughs> look whatever people who are obsessed with true crime fucking talk about this shit all the time why can't i oh i know i know that the ted bundy was hot and i'm like Ugh. I know. <laughs> like okay girl it's just it's the people that are like uh the, the lauderdale county district attorney chris conley said 
Vicki White, I would trust with my life. She's that kind of solid person. And it's like, Chris, maybe you need to look inside. Yeah, they're only making themselves look bad at this point. Like, because they've all but thrown out the theory that she's been kidnapped. Like, now they're like, oh, they had a relationship. So it's like, at this point, like, I don't know. I don't know what makes you look better. The fact that you got completely duped Mm -hmm. or, and now you can't find them or that like, just like leaving that part out and be like, we're looking I don't know. I don't know what looks worse. It's it's like, you can't go North. Like you're not going to make, like, I don't know what you think you're going to make it to Canada with. Like Canada's not the, pl- like, I they think won't take you. They don't give a fuck. The, I think your option would be to get to the Gulf and get to like Mexico or Cuba from, from Alabama. Like those would be your better options. I would think Mexico. No, I, I mean, Cuba, right. like that involves different types of transport yes but like cuba has uh, does cuba have an extradition policy with the u.s i don't think so i'm not sure it's best that we don't even comment on it because we don't know law we do, we're not we don't need to give anyone any ideas you're right we should probably not say it now but i, I was I, I just like they should uh, i just don't know what you think you're gonna do with $95,000. Like, is that more money I can think of? Of course. Is that a lifestyle grant? Is that a, that's a, that's a, that's a drop in the bucket for what it's going to cost you to get passports, a life. Uh, but if anyone's going to know how to do it, wouldn't it be some sort of correctional officer who like knows someone who knows someone and got all that passport and all that kind of shit taking care i mean they could be in fucking south america by now and they probably flew commercial to get there you know because you just leave alabama and just go to like one of the 16 airports in texas or something but you just said know someone that knows someone that knows someone that's three someones how much money do we have to give every single one of those someones to keep the mouth shut you know what i mean like but if you're knowing someone who knows someone this is what they do yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a chain of criminals. We're talking. Who are we? What are you hoarding? We have to stop. We're gonna we give people to- advice <laughs> that we don't want, that we don't mean to. I'm not going down for this. <laughs> what are you hoarding? <laughs> we we can speculate later on the Patreon we were talking about. Yes, this is of course. Uh, what am I hoarding? Uh, great. Well, just to start it off with, I'm hoarding a documentary on Hulu. It's told in three parts, and it's called Captive Audience. Fitting that this was our dumpster fire, and it's about the kidnapping of Steven Steiner and the Steiner family. And um, Steven was uh, a young boy that was kidnapped, and you go, oh my god, and and it it it, it, it talks to his family and he was just a young kid and he, you know, someone pulled up in a car and we're like, Hey, you know, we're with the church and we, your parents want us to, you know, do this and and for you to help us. And he was like, Oh, okay. And so he, he's kidnapped and you're like, Holy shit. And they are like, Hey, they, um, you know, they, they want you to help us with this for a couple of days. And so the kid's just kind of obedient and was like, all right. And then these people are like, uh, we've adopted you and we're, you know, I'm your new dad your parents don't want you anymore. And the kid's like, Oh, okay. So that's kind of the, the mindset that this child is in. And this goes on for years. And that's kind of what I'm going to leave you with, but then it's told in three parts. What I'll, what I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a, Oh my God. Oh my God. Steven 
is returned to his family and they make a movie of the week about it and you know that's really cool but then there's a third part of the documentary about his older brother okay no spoilers uh, that's all i'm gonna leave you with captive audience you have got to one watch. in me right now it's so good and now i had heard about his older brother had no idea about the first part okay it's great captive audience on hulu told in three parts very good speaking of those true crime documentaries i think that the way down that one on hbo with like the religious lady with the huge hair when shamblin yeah i think that they came out with the part two now i haven't seen it yet but i'm gonna watch it right away mom you liked this one you should watch the part two of the way down i watched it it's very good yeah okay cool mm-hmm. yeah so, what are what are you hoarding imagine this is the only way i talk to my mom <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm hoarding um, Siete Tortillas. Mm. They are gluten-free, dairy-free, grain-free, like healthy, whatever, almond flour tortillas. These shits are fucking good. Oh, my God. I'm, like, addicted to them. Yes. Yes. I just Googled what they look like. Yes. I like Siete Tortillas. Mm -hmm. So yummy. Like, I've been – so I, I buy them at Costco because, you know, like, they're, like, really expensive everywhere else because if you ever wonder like why are americans so fat and lazy and stuff it's because this uh country is set up for it to be more convenient to be so these like healthier tortillas are expensive but i buy them at costco and um they're great i mean like i don't know i like i don't know how what else i have to say they just they taste fucking good they're not like sometimes you get stuff that's like gluten-free or grain-free and stuff and it just sucks this is not one of those uh, situations. And it's nice because I get tummy aches mm. now more and more from all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Siete tortillas. Highly recommend. Love it. Love it. What are you throwing out? Well, I'm throwing out the Spectrum cable. Wow. Controversial. Spectrum has me by the figurative conies and i got gig internet but i had to bundle with their cable package so i was like okay we'll do it and they talked to me of course the option they threw out was like the crazy cable package and i said uh great all i need truly is the ability to watch survivor on cvs and bravo what and vh1 (laughs) what can you do for me vh1 holds drag race Bravo, Bravo hosts the housewives, yep. my housewives, and then CBS has my survivor. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have like a smaller, smaller package. And I was like, bingo, hit me up with that one. So we have the, the smaller cable package and gig internet. Gig internet, mwah, beautiful thing. The cable, I would say it works one in five times. Jeez. And it gives us this like error message. And it's just very frustrating. And so I called to cancel the cable portion. And the po- and and the person on the phone I spoke to, lovely, and their job is to keep me a customer. I don't want to cancel the internet. I just want to cancel the cable portion. And they were like, you know, I get the I get a message sometimes, and I just have to go back and wiggle the cable and do the. And I was like, it's not user error. It's your fucking system. <laughs> you know? I was like, we we know how to wiggle the. It's it's plugged in. You know? <laughs> 
it's your it's your system <laughs> you know just like sometimes the cable doesn't work if the internet's not working i'm like the internet's working fine it's the cable like we want to cancel the cable and like she's like well we can't really let you cancel the cable unless we send a technician to check it first and i'm like great is that a free option and she's like let me see if I can get my supervisor to waive the fee. And I'm like, you're going to charge me oh to God. have me cancel the, ca- like, just let me cancel the, ca-. and I know that like their job is to keep me a customer and to make it difficult for me to cancel. And I just was like, this is what I want. And so I, I was like, okay, we'll try it. And then she was like, here's how you reset the internet. She's like, so you go over to it and I just continue to sit on the couch and I go, Okay. And she walks me through like the minute and a half process of like resetting the router. She's like, are the, are they blinking again? I have not left the couch. And I go, uh-huh. <laughs> I unplugged it. How long should I leave it out? Okay. 30 seconds. Great. We'll sit there together. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I go through the ghost motions with her. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder like, how many people do that to them. I know. I was like, can she see, does she have access on the other line to see that I have not unplugged it? But I don't know. Like. <laughs> what Winston's downloading or uploading for his jaw. I was like, I'm not going to unplug the, the internet at this moment. You know, it was just like, okay, I'm doing what you say. The internet works just fine. It's the cable, you know, but I also have not truly seen all the errors that, that like my partner has seen with the cable. And so she's like, and what does it say? And I go, I'm going to be honest. I don't always see the errors. My partner sees them. I was just asked to call and she goes, Oh, I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's just your job to call. And I was like, you're so nice. <laughs> like, you're so nice. And you Did you get, get it canceled it. eventually? No, I you're have to kidding. wait a week. And I'm going to say, oh, we tried all the things you talked about. Let me cancel it. It's oh my God. What a fucking nightmare. Spectrum cable, but not the customer service agent I spoke to. Extremely kind. Well, it sounds like she does need to be thrown out though, because she didn't do what you wanted. No, I don't give a shit how nice she was. But if 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 I were her boss, I'd be like, you get a, a gold star and a raise you today. You can't throw out a company, but then worry about her boss. I know. Erica, <laughs> you're either in or you're out. I know. Uh, capitalism has me by the cojones. Oh, man. But I have to worry about her as a person because of capitalism. Anyway, what are you throwing out? Well, it's pretty close by this. It's I'm throwing out commercials for forcing me to watch commercials. I I use YouTube TV for uh, my cable watching. And so I'm trying to watch season 13 of Drag Race. So I haven't seen it yet. And I've been putting it off because the on-demand function for season 13 and season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race on YouTube TV makes you watch two and a half minutes of commercials every time that there would be a commercial break. So basically I'm watching it as if I was watching it live, which I don't watch television live because I don't want to sit through two minutes of commercials Mm -hmm. and you can't fast forward. You can't do shit. And I'm telling you, like, there's been so many times where I'm like, we're really trying to save money right now. Like we're getting married. Like we're, you know, we got trips coming up, like all kinds of, I have drag con next weekend. Like I need to save money. But there's a part of me that I'm just like, I'm just going to buy this fucking shit on Amazon Prime or something or on YouTube so I don't have to watch these goddamn commercials because it's taking forever to watch these episodes. I'm not, I don't watch it live. Right, right. <laughs> and it's the same commercials too. Mm, it's just like mm-hmm. the same 10 commercials that they just keep showing 
and I have to sit through two minutes and 30 seconds of it. Like my mind cannot keep focus for two minutes and 30 seconds. It, it just like, so it's taking me, it's taking me days. <laughs> I'm only three episodes in. We started this like on Monday days because I get the, the commercials come out and turn on. I'm like, I check out. I'm like, I just, uh, I'm just going to watch something else or like, you know what? I got to do something. I'm busy. Like, and uh, I just want to watch the fucking show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like I know when, when, like back before DVR, we had to watch the commercials. We had to watch it live. Okay, cool. That's not the time we live in now though. Yeah. So I don't want to put up with these fucking inconveniences of the past. (laughs) Fucking awful. Fine. Show it to me at the start of the show. Make me sit through five minutes of commercials at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like every act break. Anyways, whatever. Me and my fucking high horse. But I don't want to watch your fucking ads. Speaking of ads, do we have one at the top of this episode? Yes, we do. That was a nice ad, though. That one you should listen to. Absolutely. Um, for Anchor. Anyways, where can the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilligal on Twitter. And just, just to let them know, next weekend, the weekend of the 13th through the 15th, there will be content from DragCon LA. Mm-hmm. We're going, I will, baby. I will be with drag queens i will be with people who like drag queens it will be all the content you want from a convention of drag queens if that's your thing hit follow now you should also follow the trashy trashy pod instagram because we'll probably repost a lot of those on there mm-hmm. you can find me at cast cardenas on instagram my instagram is private because i had a breakdown um so if you request to follow me please Send me a message. Let me know that you're a listener. I'm going to ignore it. And you can find me on the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Network. I should, uh, I just want to give like a quick disclaimer about, you know, privacy and, you know, your socials and things like that. If you track your health data on any apps, I would just recommend you to probably delete that because you do not own that data and you do not know where it is shared. So if you track your health data on something like Flow or any other place uh, on uh, through an app, any personal health data, it can be shared and it can be possibly used against you in the future, depending on how our country is turning in the United States. So again, you do not own that data once you've chosen to share it with them, regardless of if you turn off, uh, you know, ask app not to track you and, and I, iPhones and things like that. Um, that data is their data. It might not say your name this, but it is aggregated data that can be shared. And I would uh, recommend that you ask for your data to be deleted and delete those apps and uh, turn that shit off. So quick disclaimer. So you're telling everyone to delete their Instagrams? Not you know to delete your instagram but maybe we don't tag where we are location wise and things like that as as frequently yeah wow we really do live in a nightmare um okay cool but you can follow us at trashy trashy pod on instagram and tiktok and twitter at trashy trashy pod or follow us or find us at 
trashytrashypodcast.com or email us at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com and tell us why you're trash. Submit a story that you would like us to cover on the podcast and let us know again why you're trash or why you think that we are absolutely wrong about something and we will listen. So sure. We appreciate any disagreement or dissent. So Be nice though. We're just people. Be nice. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>